0: SFM Radio and at Atayanda Ali P. All right, welcome back. Joining us now, social responsibility manager and communications officer for the Travel Corporation, Amanda Hardy. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome.
1: Thanks, Ayanda.
0: Did you see how we ushered you in with some beautiful Egyptian music? Divine. All we were missing is just that uh, mystical attire, you know?
1: Or a bit and of a belly dance. Right,
0: <laughs> a belly dance. I can't, I can't promise that I'm any good at it, but I can sure try. <laughs> Me too. I'll shimmy shimmy for you any day. Come on now. So, so I was just saying in the intro. That uh, I think it was October last year. We went with a group of uh, of friends from church. Uh, we went to Egypt, and we just went to Cairo. So we didn't go to all the sites. Uh, and in Cairo, we saw the the pyramids. We saw the Sphinx. We went to uh, the perfume shops mm-hmm. that were there. Uh, some of the markets where we could get some of the beautiful attire. Did you go
1: to the Khan El Khalili market? It was gorgeous. Oh, it was
0: gorgeous. Amazing. And then we went to and and I'm only mentioning this part because you burst my bubble a moment or two. <laughs> Ago. And Sorry. I just like, I just can't believe it. So we went to the place where they show us how you make papyrus because mm-hmm. it originated from Egypt. How We got our paper today and they showed us this wonderful, elaborate demonstration of how they did this whole thing. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. But you then just said what?
1: Just be careful in, you, in Egypt when someone comes up to you and sells you papyrus, papyrus in inverted commas, there is a little bit of a travel scam going on there and unfortunately oh. that is the, the way of the world. Some people just make up uh, these beautiful Egyptian prints with um, that look absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. but it's not made on papyrus, it's actually done on banana leaves. And it looks similar, it feels similar but if you actually put it up to scrutiny, if you hold it up to the light you'll see that papyrus actually has like paper, uh-huh. the, the lines going through up horizontal and vertical mm-hmm. where you won't see that with a banana. So that's just a little tip to spot a, a reel from a fakie papyrus.
0: So I'm now afraid. I no, don't know if I should <laughs> go
1: home and go and scrutinize mine. But well, if you've put it in a frame, don't worry You know, about it. yeah, <laughs> you
0: and I will be the only two people who know that it may or may not be authentic. This is true. Moving along swiftly. Now, Egypt mm-hmm. might seem like a random destination for you to travel to, but uh, there are many Africans in general, South Africans in particular, who are traveling there just tell me a little bit about uh, that phenomenon. Are we starting to see, uh, you know, a lot of people traveling to Egypt?
1: Definitely starting to see a resurgence of people wanting to go back to Egypt. You know, I think it was twenty. 2020, when was it that they had the Arab Spring? About six years ago? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Egypt has always been a fantastic destination on many, many people's bucket list for very, very good reason. It's, you know, a seat of humanity yeah. and civilization. And when the Arab Spring came along, you know, Egypt, who relies su- really significantly on tourism, saw their numbers drop radically yeah. in the millions. But now it's it's exciting because we're finding that the travel products that we sell, um, there's a lot more inquiry for Egypt and one of the best ways to actually see Egypt is obviously on the Nile and next time you go Ayanda you gotta
0: go on a river cruise. I absolutely must because there is so much for one to see and do there. So let's talk a little bit about that outside of Cairo. What can one get involved in in Egypt?
1: Well, as I mentioned, with the, the you know you can you can travel to Egypt. You usually would stop in Cairo, do mm-hmm. a little bit of sightseeing there first. You'd go see the Egyptian Museum, where yeah. you'd find uh, Prince Tutankhamen's mm-hmm. gold um, funeral mask. But they are building a brand new Egyptian Museum, which they say will open, I think, in. 2020 or 2021 and that's going to be close to where the airport is and that's going to be massive because I don't know if you got the chance to see the Egyptian Museum but they have something like 120,000 exhibits and you cannot possibly see all of that mm-hmm. and to cur- curate it in such a small space insane. So Egypt going there starting in Cairo is a very good starting place and then I recommend a flight down to Aswan which is where the high dam is
0: Aha. and in
1: Aswan you will find uh, at the start of all your Exploring, and um, it's also where the Old Cataract Hotel is. So, if anyone is a fan uh, a fan of Agatha Christie books, who she wrote um, Death on the Nile mm-hmm. at the Cataract, Old Cataract Hotel in Aswan. But there's a couple of very interesting things to see there. There's one is the unfinished obelisk, and um, I don't know if you've noticed uh, or if you've seen it when you've been in Washington, there's that huge obelisk that stands in um, on the the, the plane to mm-hmm. um, the, the Houses of Parliament, I suppose you'd call them, what we call them in, in America. Um, but the unfinished obelisk was actually meant to have been done for um, Queen Hapshatsut and she was one of the very few female pharaohs, and they didn't get to finish carving this obelisk out of the ground. In fact, they cracked it. But you can go and visit it, so you can actually see this beautiful, massive stone, which weighs over a thousand metric tons, which is the weight equivalent of 180 African elephants. It's incredible. Oh my word. And to think that these things were carved thousands of years ago, using technology that we don't even right? can't even cope with right. today. But there's another temple very close by called the Philae Temple. And this one is also got a very interesting story relating to the Aswan Dam, because when they created the dam, they actually had to move this temple pillar by pillar. They dismantled it like you would uh, uh, a Lego set, yes. numbered the bricks and, and stones and rebuilt it wow. on land because the area that the dam was going to flood would have completely covered the temple oh. and it would have been lost to humanity for Oh so goodness. that's in the the Phile Temple is also fantastic visit visit place to visit. You usually go on a little rowboat or a motorboat and oh. it's divine.
0: Oh. I love, I love. Let's take a break. When we come back, there's still one or two things that I want to pick your brain on. The Komombo. Am I pronouncing com-ombo, it? Komombo. Yes. Komombo. I yes. would like to talk a little bit about Komombo, and uh, yeah, and also some of those tips, eh? What to do, what not to do in in when Cairo in or in in Egypt in general. It is nine minutes to two. SAFM values your views. <laughs> Be an active citizen welcome back let's uh, hear from you now we have a voice note uh, just wanting to weigh in on this uh, discussion shall we go there ISAFM it's Emmanuel from Witbank. I've done a little bit research about Asian Egypt uh, and I just want to find out why is the second official language in Egypt is French and how come it become French in Arabic country it's in africa but those kind of people they're arabs and what i've noticed is that most of egyptians they don't have any respect on those pyramid and all those kind of things but when come to their moscow they don't even smoke inside it but in those pyramids they smoke in on it they don't really have much respect why is it like that uh, thank you all right, thank you so much for that question. I must be honest, I'm like typing away furiously, um, trying to ascertain whether or not French is uh, one of the official languages there. And online, I'm seeing historical language, Egyptian, Coptic, uh, classical, uh, Arabic, French,
1: French, German, French, oh, I suppose. French, German. I suppose it could go back to the days where the, the France was colonising quite a bit of Africa, so there could be that link. Um, I'm not overly familiar with it. The Egypt that I know is more English and Arabic. Mm. An interesting one of the, the, the couple of the words that you need to learn when you go to Egypt is the Arabic for thank you, which is shakran. Uh-huh. And another t- another thing you need to know is bakshish, which is tipping, and tipping right? tipping is something that you is 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 a, a bit of a minefield the world over. You know, in America they want you to tip before they've done anything; they put their little hand out and want their tip. If you go to Japan, no tipping at all. Bakshish is a very very big. It's a very very much the way no, things that's are the done. Word we in opened with today Bakshish. baksheesh baksheesh and then you have tip. to tip for everything. You do. It's a lot of uh, not a lot is expected. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the Egyptian Pound, and it's a diminutive of the pound, like what we would call our cents to our rands. Mm -hmm. A couple of those, if you keep them on hand, it's worthwhile having. And also, you know, when you go to want to use a bathroom, uh, a public toilet, Mm -hmm. you'll Mm -hmm. need some cash Mm -hmm. to pay for the official to open the toilet and give uh-huh. you the necessary bits and pieces that we need
0: <laughs> yeah I experienced so. that when we were going on a, a camel ride and, and I was pressed and I needed to use the restroom yes. and as I got there you know the gentleman was like oh no, no sure you're welcome to go in it will just cost X amount I'm like what you know but how where mm-hmm. so I, I just remember thinking jeez you know we're, we're very spoiled sometimes here in South Africa but there are some places in mm-hmm. South Africa where you do have to pay like yeah. uh, you know at your garages or filling stations but be that as it may You know, the voice note mentioned that uh, some of the people are um, not as respectful as as they could be. I must be honest. I didn't experience anyone who's rude. But the traffic. The traffic (gasps) in Cairo is mental.
1: If you've ever experienced it, you'll know exactly what I mean. My word. And the fact that people don't have that many accidents yeah. oh, is is astonishing. Right of way is a suggestion there. It is a suggestion. It's, it's mm. not a
0: rule. It's, you, a, recommended you, yeah, it's a recommended price. <laughs> it depends on how you feel, whether or not you want to let somebody in, you know. Mm. And I just remember just holding on to my seat thinking, Father, I do not want to die here. <laughs> yeah, not today. Not today. Not here. Yeah. yeah." <laughs> but very quickly, some of the, the other tips that we should just bear in mind when traveling to Egypt
1: Absolutely. I I think one of the things that's really important is, um, as a traveler, you need to make sure that your passport's up to date. And your visa application at the embassy in Pretoria will take about 7 to 12 days, and it doesn't cost. So you can also apply online. Um, This is a very hot country. Um, I recommend traveling between October and March, March, March-April, because that's sort of like a lower season. But, uh, you know, the rest of the time, it'll be pretty, pretty hot. So sunblock and definitely something like a hat to keep you cool Mm -hmm. Mm, wouldn't consider drinking the water there unless you had a special fancy bottle that you could filter the water with um but it's okay to brush your teeth with the water Uh, it's just that us you know we're used to our water and you wouldn't necessarily be used to the water there um yeah and you know getting around i would highly recommend going with the tour operator because the amount, just purely from a number of perspectives, the amount of history that your tour operator yeah. is going to be able to impart to you, you cannot pick up from just looking at a sign. And also the signs are mostly in Arabic, so you won't actually know what you're looking at. So go with a, a, a tour operator. You know, we have uh, guided operations. We have river cruising. Mm. We have all sorts of things that are fantastic. And it'll, it will it just saves your money as well because a lot of what you're paying for up front on the guided holiday is already included. So you don't have to worry about too much of that bakshish. Yeah, that's a, that's what. Just-